let's just get into the word. So I want to say that again. Beloved is a matured church. Okay? Everything in the kingdom of God grows. Do you agree? Everything in the kingdom of God increases. Because we're in another realm. Righteousness leads to life. Everything in the kingdom, if God is in your life, if Christ is in your life, then you're going to be ever increasing. It's never going to be uh, depleting. It's always going to be increasing. And growth in the goodness of your father. That means all the junk is coming out of your life. All the death is coming out of your life. And then what is getting? Life is getting multiplied. So last, uh, last week I introduced some elders. But now we've dismantled those elders because they didn't last even one week. <laughs> so now we have new elders. Sorry, but you know, the Lord is doing something. So the, the, the role of those elders is to make our job easier. So I'll give you an example. So we had put my mom in charge of food. We put somebody else in charge of welcome team. So Rishi is on that group, says, okay, I'm exiting this group because now the point is there are four of us who are there who want to focus on uh, word and ministry and worship. Okay, that's specifically. So that's why we had these different roles for others so that when you are doing that, then we can do the word. So Rishi exits the group, okay, now you will be handling the food and all. He exits, then my mom adds him back saying, I'm missing him. And then he's back on and I'm just looking at all of this. Then in another department, I get a message the next two days later. Uh, Priya, I'm not there this Sunday for ushering, so can you appoint somebody to look into that? I said, but this is why I've assigned you there, so that you don't come back to me. So I meet Rishi, and uh, again in another department, we had some other thing going on. I was like, you know, I said, these elders, we put them there, but now our work has multiplied. Instead, they are supposed to take work away from us. So I said, let's dismantle this whole team. We're gonna, we're, we'll reassign you, but you're not the elders anymore. So now do you want to meet? Then <clears throat> I had a dream, and very rarely does God speak to me audibly in the dream, okay? But in this dream, he spoke to me audibly. And uh, he said, I saw myself building, taking white bricks. White represents righteousness. And then he said, you build the new with the new, okay? So we're restructuring, you're not gone, but you will just not be elders anymore. So you want to meet the elders now? Geetho come, Hebron come. And Rishi, we are the four elders, and our work, come ahead, come ahead, come ahead. And uh, our work is mainly for word and ministry, and Rishi, imagine him standing here. So we four are the elders, and now we will assign maybe leaders to overlook some departments, okay, and going forth, so we're going to restructure that. So uh, do not feel, we, we just saw you all, uh, you know, we were babysitting you all, so we're restructuring things, so now this is the... Uh, eldership okay so we will have oversight over things and just uh, specifically for word and ministry and we'll be assigning again uh, other things maybe leaders for to overlook some things okay but your job is to do it okay so that we are free for the word and ministry so thank you everyone so give them a clap <laughs> okay <clears throat> okay so everything in the kingdom of God grows okay so let's get into the word it's gonna be a fantastic word I want to read the first. It says, Luke 2, Beloved is awake, alive, and single-minded. Say, I'm single-minded. Okay. I'm going to just read Luke 2. I've just put one scripture there. But I'm just going to give you a little background about what's happening. Okay? Luke 2, verse 41. So this is Jesus when he's young, about 12 years old, and he's with his parents. 
His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now so it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Verse 50, but they did not understand the statement which he had spoken to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. That means was in submission to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Verse 52, and Jesus increased, grew in wisdom and stature in favor with God and men. It says that even Christ grew. He increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and all the people. Okay, now look at Isaiah 7.4. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? God with us. God in you. Okay, and now see this. Curds and honey he shall eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Curds and honey he shall eat. Do you know how God, imagine it says that even Christ learned this. He grew. And how does God make you discern between good and evil? One would think give him good and bad. I remember once I was having a discussion with somebody and someone said, too much sweetness is not good in your life. You need a little bit of, uh, you know, salt, bitterness. I said, says who? I said, let me show you what the word says. It said that even the son of man learned to say no to bad. And how? By giving him curd and honey. Curd is the abundance of milk. And honey is the abundance of sweet sugar. That means by giving so much good that you can't handle bad. That you've learned to eat out of the father's hand. That because you've eaten out of the father's hand, when you're not eating out of the father's hand, you can tell this is not the father's hand. Why would you want it anyways? Because it's not good. So even the son of man learned to discern. That's why even with counterfeit money, you know how they show you how to tell counterfeit money? They don't teach you counterfeit money. They teach you what real money looks like. And they train you so well with the real that when the counterfeit shows, you can tell this is not real. God's idea for you to make you discerning is that you learn to eat out of his hand. You'd learn to taste the goodness of God that when the bad comes, you can tell sons don't want anything to do with this. That's how good the father is, okay? So what does it say in this? Even the son, even Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature. He grew in discerning. It says here in the Bible, how much more you and me is because we are sons of God, okay? John 17, 20. <clears throat> I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me. Now, this is Jesus praying before he goes on the cross. Okay? 
that they will believe in me through their word, and they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one. Are we one? That's why we are in Beloved. We want to build oneness. The first thing that God said when he made everything, he gave a command, be fruitful and multiply. But we are multiplying oneness. That is maturity. And we also guard and serve the oneness. That's why we don't like strife and accuser of the brethren because you think you're accusing, you're coming against the one. We do not give any room for that. Okay? Now see this. <clears throat> And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one. That the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them as you have loved me. Oneness. Look at each other, and say, I'm one with you. I'm one with the life in you. Not the flesh. I'm one with the life in you. You can have people come and sometimes they're speaking in the flesh and you can tell, you're not, we are not becoming one with the flesh in them. We're becoming one with the life in them, with the spirit. That's where you can hear something and the junk, you can just throw it off. Like they don't know what they're saying. It's okay. I'm one with the life in them. Okay? Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority. For they keep watch over your soul. Do you believe the word that says, I'm a new creation? Do you believe that? I am resurrection and I am life. Do you believe that? Is that the word of God? Do you believe this word? Obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority. For they keep watch over your soul without resting, since they have to give an account to God for their work. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. That's why we dismantle that. Are double work only came on us. I was like, I used to never look over oversight uh, ushering before. I said, I've got this message. I said, Auntie, you are supposed to do this. And then other three, I said, Mom, you've added him back. And he's like, I'm back on the food group. The, the leadership is put as an oversight for your soul. Now, what happens with me, and I'll just give you personally. I am young. Sometimes I wear ponytails. And just sometimes with the older generation, I have a little trouble. It's because they cannot take counsel from someone young. They look at my ponytails. And you have to trust that if you're in beloved, come to be listening, not to show up what's wrong. Because if you're here, then God has you here for something to receive. And just the way this word, the, the leaders and the authority that is put there, what makes you think it's not the Father speaking right to you right now? And seeing something, and maybe it comes packaged different, but learn to take that correction and counsel. is because even I and even the leadership is accountable to the Father. My job in this church is to multiply oneness. 
And beloved, we're trying to raise not a five-fold ministry. Five-fold ministry means all the ministries that are seeing outside. They have a pastor, they have certain things, and then the pastor's son will become a pastor. And it just goes on like that. And there's everybody and it's built on one person. And there are gifts there and there's the word of knowledge and uh, there's prophets and all of this and that's fine. But in sonship, it's different and right now we have no point of reference anywhere. So if you look at other places and look like, hey, but in that particular church, this is happening, you're not doing this here, is because we're not building fivefold ministry. We're building sonship. And so it will look different and all the Father wants you to do is be open because you are the new color. There is no reference point if you look to your right and left because he's building something new that even I have to be very open and flexible to change and allow him to work through me even when I don't know what he's doing. In my understanding, I picked up some elders three weeks ago. Did it. Then I was corrected. The next day, I, I didn't listen. Then, because I didn't listen, the shaking happened. Tuck, 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 fell. And he told me, you build the new with the new. And then he told, we are the elders. <laughs> So even me, I have to be open to change and how he is doing because I have no reference point right now. But you have to see Christ in us. And you have to just trust that this is the Father working and he's building something new. In my own personal life, I've had, Michael used to be, you know, I've, I've, um, he's been like this overseer of my soul since 20 years. And I remember he used to correct me and once I wrote this terrible email to him, I said, stop being a watchdog over me. And I didn't realize I CC'd that email. I replied to that email and it went to 1,000 people. I forgot to just reply to him. So I get a message from my friend saying, you called Michael watchdog? Stop being a watchdog. Because he kept doing this to me like 20 years every time. And I hated it, you know. And um, I felt so terrible and he didn't say anything. I came to know from people that I CC'd that email to 1,000 people in Kenya and everywhere, all over the world, it's gone. And um, I was so sorry, and I just apologized. I said, I'm, I'm so sorry. I said, I called you a watchdog because you called me a chicken. Uh, you know, he, because I was not standing up. I wasn't ready to sort of like take, and he was always, uh, you know, to, to birth something, and now I see what it is. But I learned to take counsel from him. I learned to take correction. I remember early days of Beloved also, I would always say, do, uh, you know, do you understand? Do you understand? And then one day he just calls me and says, Priya, you need to stop that. They do understand. They are awake. They are listening. So now you know that my, and this was a habit that I had. Now I can tell him that, oh no, but they better understand. You know, they, they get it. No, when love is not defensive. Love hears and is open to correction because only then if you're corrected, can you be perfected and can you grow? So learn to take correction because the one whom he loves, he corrects. Isn't it better when you hear you are understanding rather than do you understand? Like you're like dumb people. No, y'all are wise. Beloved is a mature, wise church and you do hear me and you do get it because we are one. Say we are one. Yeah. Beloved hears by spirit not by words. Another thing that Michael taught me, he's saying, don't worry when people come to you and talk all in the flesh. He's saying, learn to hear the heart. 
So then if people come to me with scriptures and all of that, I see like the heart doesn't want to hear, just wants to argue. So even if I have the wisdom, exactly what to tell them to say, I choose not to. I act dumb. I say, I don't know. And then I see somebody who's come with some, maybe one or two verses and all, but I see that the heart really wants to hear and get increased. And then I will open up and give everything to that person. I remember I told you once my brother had a fight with me and he was just angry with me. And then he, I told you, he came and rode, I'm a whore on the, my, his room, W-H-O-R. I said, get the spelling right, E. I added E to it. But he was angry and blah, 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 blah. He spoke all of that. He was just angry that I was in his room using his computer. Now, I can hold it 10 years later and say, he called me a whore. Is that true? Even he doesn't believe it because he knows me. He just said it to tick me off. And if I am wise, I will not take something in the flesh and make it truth. If you take something in the flesh and make it truth, that's your mistake. Because even he doesn't believe it, and that's not even the truth. But if you take it, the devil is so happy. <laughs> because the truth is even that person doesn't believe it. But he succeeded in getting you to believe a lie and sit with it and you'll be forever offended. In anger, people say things to each other. Don't take it. Let it fall off. Be a wise son. Dust it off and I just let it go. Who cares? It's all the flesh. That's why we are seeing each other in spirit and have a relationship in spirit. Allow the flesh to react sometimes and let it go. Be hearers of the heart. Be hearers of the heart. That's even the way I study the word. I see Paul's heart. He knew Christ is in me, justification by faith, righteousness by faith. Here and there at the scriptures don't make sense to me and he said something out of line. I think I know why. Maybe this church specifically needed it. You don't change the whole doctrine because of those because you've not understood the heart then. You study the Father's heart, you know his ways, so then you know what's of him, what's of not him, even if someone comes and gives you some scripture. You're hearing each other's heart. Allow room for the flesh to just slide off. Yes? So we can move ahead. Yes? I have messages every other day from people. I'm not kidding. But if I keep reading all the messages, beloved will never grow, neither would I be here. I just don't, sometimes I just ignore them. I see, okay, flesh, whatever, ignore it. Holy Spirit, you deal with this. I'm going ahead, right. Couple of days ago, I had somebody who wrote to me and said, you said second Adam, but Jesus is the last Adam. I said, thank you. <laughs> and just, he is, in some commentaries, they refer as second, but he is the last. Now, scripturally, that is right, but I said, just here with the heart, you know, that's it. End of story. And then he said, bless, blah, 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 blah. Ignore. One, two, three, four, four, five points. What's wrong with beloved? Hey, look at your soul and see the weeds that need to come out of your soul. Because I have been in churches, many churches, and you know my heart. I had no problem with anybody. Whether they were talking about me and I seriously didn't care. It's because I was always after the word. Because I learned to live my life from the word. And if there was any reason why I left a church, it was not because anyone pissed me off. They may have been, but I, it, my life really wasn't coming from them. The reason I left is because they were not preaching the finished work. That's it. My mom also knows that. 
That is the heart, and that's why the reason Beloved started also. When you learned to get your supply from Him, you are not looking to get people perfected, because all of us are in the flesh. Till you get a new Adamic body, I mean, um, sun body, we are living in Adamic body right now, you are going to tick each other off. And just let it slide off. We look at each other in spirit. We worship the Father in spirit. And then the next verse says, in truth. The truth. You look at each other in truth. Will you allow us to move ahead? So that we're not going to keep looking at the food and the ushering. We're not doing this. Yes? The new team has to sort it out for themselves. Okay? No messaging me about who's saying hello tomorrow. I was like, what? <laughs> Auntie, this is the exact reason why I put you there. <laughs> oh, that was funny. We were really laughing. Okay? We're like, we're dismantling this. Okay. Okay? So let's go. Okay. <clears throat> Quick on that. They are put there for the oversight of your souls. Okay? I want to give an example of this. Uh, you know, Jigar, Jigar and Heer's story, if you know their testimony, they came, God did something miraculous. He really, they were on the verge of a divorce. They both come into the kingdom and God just brought them together. Now, God can do something like that, okay? But there is a working out of your salvation. That means in that area, they both have to receive the word, apply the word, and then it's going to bear fruit. The Bible says, wisdom, by wisdom, a house is built. By wisdom. That means a relationship is built by wisdom and understanding it is established. So now they both came together. We sat and do you know what we did? We put an oversight over them. So we gave them some counselors. We've appointed counselors, for, especially for marriages. My mother is, has been appointed for counselor. I've seen this fruit in her life over many years that she has the counsel to bring couples and keep them. So they both sat together. They both were given a word that you need to do this, Jigar, you need to go in the world, yeah, you need to get a job, here, you need to get up early, and certain things they were done, and do you know that they were made to sign each other like some contract? This, and a, a photo was given to me on WhatsApp. I'm like, you all have got some contract done, and both have signed in the presence of my mother. All of this is going on, I didn't get into it, I said, okay, wisdom of God. He goes and gets a job, and I remember when Jigar came to me, <clears throat> I said, as sons, we work other way. I said, what is the amount that you want? What is in your heart? Not what you can get. What do you really want? So he gave me an amount. This is what I want. I said, okay, now this will come to you. And a position opened up. Now he went and looked, and a position opened up where he was directly with the big boss. So I knew this is like Joseph and the Pharaoh. Like, you can get absolute influence with the main person, because even God has worked like that in my life, okay? He started this company, and imagine just in 10 days, he has favor with the boss where he says, I'm going to multiply your money, and it's coming to the exact amount that he had in his heart. Now, how, are, how is his life coming into order? First, he submitted to counsel that there was an oversight put over him. He had to really trust with his heart that even though this doesn't look like his way and what he would have thought for his life, that this looks what God is speaking, he submitted to that counsel. And he said, okay, I'm going to go with this oversight. And he took that step of faith. He stepped out and he is the one bearing fruit. There is power in submission and he did it unto the Lord. Another counselor that was put with him was Hebron. Hebron is not even married. 
But these were just the two people that we just put over as oversight over them. And you will do what they are saying and trust that it's the father. And because they submitted, they bore fruit. You know, in the body, you need each other. That's why God has placed it in such a way where you can't, this whole thing, I can be by myself, God speaks to me directly, I can see it all. He will never put it like that. He's put it in a body so that you, someone else may see something that you don't see. So that there's constant need for the hand, the leg, everyone working together for your growth. Is he a fruit-bearing tree? Jigar, he became a fruit-bearing tree. One year we spoke. He wasn't doing. Then he put his foot out, took the counsel and did. And immediately, suddenly, fruit. Not only in his life, but even in hers life, uh, her life. I, she wanted to share a testimony. I know that. It's a very beautiful testimony. And she will share it. Okay, maybe on Wednesday or on, on Sunday. But I'm just saying it came by first hearing and then being a doer of the word. And when does your personal relationship with the Lord grow? Not in the hearing. Your relationship in the Lord is built in the doing of the word. Then you'll get your testimonies. Then you become matured sons. Okay, just like David. He could have heard Moses split the sea, the Red Sea, out of the rock, he brought out water. But if David only heard and when his lamp went in the lion's mouth, if he didn't go after it to pull it out, he wouldn't have had a testimony. And then he got to boast saying that, you know what, one day when the, my lamb went to the lion's mouth, I went and pulled it out and God gave it back to me. The bear came, I went and pulled out my lamb, God gave it back to me. So now this Goliath, God is going to give me victory with him. In the doing of the word, stepping out, relationship is built. You can be hearing. When the application time comes, don't be chicken. That's what Michael was telling me. You're chicken. You're talking, you're not stepping out. So I called him a watchdog. Michael is laughing right now. Okay, 1 Corinthians 3. Beloved is awake. Okay. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. For you are still carnal, for where there is envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am Paul, another says, I am Apollos, are you not carnal? He's telling each other to build oneness start seeing each other as one i'll tell you why we are doing sls also is because we are not raising fivefold ministry where you only hear pp then you're hearing pp not the holy spirit you have accustomed to pp he's saying here i am paul another i am apollos because they're having their favorites here i am only listening to gitu i'm only going to listen to hebs i get it and he's saying, you've got to learn to hear the Holy Spirit in both of them. That's what we're training you to do. So that tomorrow you go out, God is able to speak to you through anybody. So you will not say, my relationship has been dull. I'm feeling disconnected. You put him in a box. So now even if he's speaking, you can't hear. Okay? Now see this. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers to whom you believed as the Lord gave to each one? I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Who is causing growth in you? 
father is causing growth in you will you allow him to cause growth in you just before growth comes sometimes there's pruning before growth there is shifting and you hate it because you've been in that place for long and you don't want it sometimes it's uncomfortable but it gets uncomfortable when there is growth coming in so be excited about that how many have been in an organization and you're happy just to be the clerk it's not bad to be but don't you desire to be manager and then maybe the director and then maybe the or you want to stay there only in babylon do you want growth in babylon that means in the world do you expect growth if you're working in an organization do you want the increase do you want promotion or no we are happy with just being in that one place for 15 years everything in babylon if it's okay for you okay but if you're in the kingdom if you're in christ the father is not like babylon if you're in the kingdom that he's always increasing you and there's always going to be growth in your life so that you can bear more fruit say yes okay for we are all okay now he who plants and he who waters are one and each one will receive his own reward according to his labor for we are god's fellow workers you are god's field you are god's building according to the grace of god which was given to me as a wise master builder i have laid the foundation and another builds on it but let each one take heed how he builds on it for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid which is jesus christ no other foundation but christ the finished work now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold silver precious stones wood hay straw each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is if anyone's work which he has built on it endures he will receive a reward if anyone's work is burnt he will suffer loss but he himself will be saved yet so as through fire you know i remember the time when i had i i've given this example before many years ago i used to have this prayer chain prayer request and i've shared this in beloved you must have heard this and i used to have literally on that group i had a blackberry phone people used to send me prayer requests from different places pray for this pray for that and guess what i used to pray and they used to get the fruit and then there was like wow 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 and then one day i was corrected by god woke me up and said mother mary that's it but very stern voice mother mary so i got up i said why did i hear mother mary okay this to looks like god yeah come on everyone is bearing fruit so i woke up and i said what does mother mary do oh they go to her so that she intercedes okay go to jesus but through mother mary so i had become mother mary and you we both know that that's not the clear foundation so what was i doing i was saying come to me i am praying and so whose relationship is getting built up my relationship getting built up are their relationships getting built up they're becoming more and more weak because they think the father can't hear them and so i had to dismantle something because it wasn't on christ false foundation it was good but it did nothing to them it would not make them strong to not build so i sent a message i'm dismantling this whole thing is because i'm getting glorified here and this is not making you strong now please go directly to the father with all your problems he is going to answer you 
false foundations. It would just not amount to anything. Nothing would happen with it. Okay, and that's what I mean. In Beloved, we do not want to have false foundations. We want to see that all your, your standing, your position is coming from your position. And your position is one position at the right hand of the Father. I remember Nicole shared this beautiful dream, a vision that she had on Wednesday. She saw a goldfish in a bowl. And this goldfish is getting moved in different rooms. That means shift is coming in. Maybe your position is changing from one. Maybe you are on the drums now, but now, okay, get out of the drums. You're going to go here somewhere. And your position is changing. And so this goldfish is getting ruffled up a bit. And then the goldfish is reminded that your position is not coming from the rooms. Your position is at the right hand of the father. Your identity shouldn't be coming from the things that you're doing even in Beloved. Because then they start speaking to you. If you're shifted, this thing will start saying, hey, you're not good. Who said you're not good? Is that very thing telling you that you're not good? False foundation. You are good because you're seated at the right hand of the Father. And he says that you're perfect and good. Let not the things that we do, whether good or bad, tell you who you are. And if you allow them to speak to you, the father is going to pull it out. It's because it's a false foundation. You are hearing, you are receiving. Okay? You're, you're hearing by heart. Okay? Now see this. John 15. <clears throat> I am the true wine and my father is the wine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. In another version it says he lifts it up. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. I was reading about pruning yesterday. And I was doing a study on it. That when you prune a tree, or a little tree that you have and you've just planted it, do you know that the minute you prune it, there's sporadic growth. For tax say it grows. And then what are you pruning? You're, you're removing sort of the weak things. Or maybe the diseased part. And you're cutting off little things here and there, the dried ones so that it can just grow. The Father also prunes you. That means he's removing all the weeds out of you, all the things that came out of Adam, your patterns of thinking sometimes, they're so out of death. Removing all of that so that there can be increase in you. The pruning happens for growth. Okay, now see this. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. And the branch cannot, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the wine, neither can you unless you abide in me. That means rest in me. I am the wine, okay? You are the branches. If you abide in me and I in him, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. Have you ever seen a branch? Can it bear fruit if it's not in the vine? Somewhere off, somewhere. Distant. God can speak to me alone. You know, there is there's something about coming together. I'll tell you why. If you really believe I'm a life-giving spirit, then what you speak and your feet have to match. Yes? You can say I'm a life-giving spirit, but you sit on Zoom, I'm a life-giving spirit. You're life-giving spirit behind the laptop. And then you wonder why things aren't shifting. It's because if you really believe you're a life-giving spirit, you'll come to be life. 
giving spirit. My mom is sharing testimonies that are happening in her life. Jigar is sharing testimonies that are happening in his life because they really believe they're life-giving spirits and they're re really doing it also. She's giving all the life that she had, the counsel that she has, she's poured into somebody else's life. He's bearing fruit. He's coming here, doing everything from the tech. Can you see he's also bearing fruit? It's because they're not just saying it. See, none of the revelation, if you just are hearer, it will do you nothing. And you can quote as much as you want and then you feel like Priyam quoting, but nothing is happening. It's because it's not in the quoting. It's in the believing. If you really believe you are a life, not sucking, giving spirit, you will always have friends around you. It's because you never went to take something. You went to give. And you'll be so enjoying the fruits that you don't even know if there are things messing around. You don't because you're a life-giving spirit. I want everyone to come in corporate. It's because there's so much of life that you have that somebody else needs sitting next to you. We are a body. He's designed it that way. So instead of thinking, what can I get? You will get it once you come into a position of giving. Because he who refreshes others, does it stop there? What does the next part say? Is refreshed himself. You know, I had a dream once when I started Beloved. I saw myself like a tap, giving. And then suddenly I was lying on a bed and I saw a big shower over me. So he was saying that you don't go, it's a law. When you are going giving, is this is coming on you. We are life-giving spirits. It's because a father is also life-giving. So we are, it's in our nature to give. Say, I'm a life-giving spirit. Not death-giving. You're not condemning somebody. You're giving life. Edify them, build them up. We do not look at each other in the flesh. By spirit. Okay? Now see this. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so that you will be my disciples. What is the thing that he's pruning? Your old patterns, old patterns of thinking, your mindsets, false foundations, dead works. All of this, he's going to chop it off and allow him to chop it off. Yes? Beloved is mature. It's for your own benefit. Okay? Hebrews 12. Beloved is awake. You're looking at me. You're hearing what I'm saying. We hear by heart, not by my words. Okay? Last Adam is right. The race, you know, sometimes I go over my videos because we're doing the social media editing and I've said actually ulta, opposite in that. I'm like, I've said this. But the person still heard right. Because I'm not speaking by words. I'm speaking by heart. I remember once there was this Mount Mary Fair going on and I was part of another church. We were doing this evangelical thing, like going and telling all they get saved. But I was supposed to speak in Marathi. And I translated uh, Swargadud, heaven king, uh, the angel, as Yamdud. You know what Yamdud is? Death angel. But listen, they all got saved. So I'm going and telling them, please come into the kingdom. Is because the, now, and you know, I said, when you've received Christ, I said, all of heaven is rejoicing. And I said, all angels are dancing. But I said, 
all the death angels are dancing basically in marathi i said yamdoot is standing right next to you here and all these death angels are, and they are like hoka and all and they are receiving and then one year later i was sharing this testimony with somebody so i said you know i said yamdoot and all and she is like priya yamdoot is not uh, angel yamdoot means death angel so i said but they all got saved and they didn't have fear in them when they were receiving christ they actually had joy and so i realized it's not the words our words are spirit and they are life so what you are speaking it's who is speaking that makes a difference so they hurt the heart not the the words that i'm speaking that's why hear each other in heart sometimes your rights up look i use i i have not used the f word in a very long time but i use f word sometimes in the things learn to have a relationship with me in spirit if you know my heart you'll really not go with all the things if you pull me in the flesh I'll blah 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 that's why we have rishi to go and speak to all the fathers they don't put pp ahead because pp sometimes tick and what you said now we have to get out of this place <laughs> you know so we put rishi is there he's so lovely he's like the jolostein he goes and like says everything very nice i try not to we i put myself behind not have because i have gone a blah 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 like it zip my mouth you know i was like ah oh, that was the flesh i i know when it is the flesh so i tend not to say it I'm, i i subdue my flesh now there's no room for that we are called to subdue the flesh but here and there i choose not to so i'm a wise leader so put somebody else there for all that talking you know so give me grace as well learn to know my heart for things rather than the words i speak i may have said some f word to you just let it slide it was the flesh okay uh what are we reading hebrews 12 therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run the endurance run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at a at the right hand of the throne of god god will never take you through something if there's nothing if there's if he doesn't have something greater for you it says he endured all of this crap not the crap he's despising the shame he's taking all of this he endured the cross painful cross for the joy the fruit that was coming that he could see everything okay what happened through one man at, uh, through jesus multiplication came of sons the same holy spirit in everybody okay the discipline of god <clears throat> for consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself least you become weary and discouraged in your souls you have not yet resisted to bloodshed striving against sin and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons now this is taken from proverbs my son do not despise the chastening or the training that word is paidyo which means instruction that trains somebody to reach full development or maturity as a son of god okay it says here do not despise the chastening the training of the lord nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him for whom the lord loves to chasten for whom the lord loves he chastens he corrects and scourges every son whom he received now i'd like to say that god will never correct you with sickness with accidents with disease whatever jesus was scourged for scourged is whipping you will never have that is because somebody else went through that so that you can have grace 
the opposite, that you can have rest. But today he corrects you with his word. You might go through a situation and maybe he's trying to show you something that, hey, look, maybe you don't see it, but somebody else is seeing it. I'm trying to bring you back into position with me. Okay? So he corrects you. If you endure correction, chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not correct? But if you are without correction, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. If you don't want correction, okay, fine. It's like calling yourself illegitimate. Because every father corrects his child. I was corrected by the Lord himself, building a false foundation. Then he said, and beloved, you become pastor. Can pastor multiply? Sounds so nice, but oh, I have to come out of that title of pastor and make room. Yeah, let, let them grow so that they can hear the Holy Spirit in people. Okay, now see this. Furthermore, we had human fathers who corrected us and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? What happens with this correction? It produces life and peace. It's saying this production, uh, this correction will lead to life. You will live with this correction. It's not going to go to death. It will produce greater fruit in you. Okay, now see this. For they indeed for a few days chastised, chastened us as seemed best to them, but he for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. I'll just read it and explain. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. One, by this correction, you're going to become partakers of his holiness. I told you when I was falling sick, I was praying, I was praying, I was praying to Jesus, nothing was happening, I felt he's not listening. Then he started correcting me, take the word and start believing. So I said, I'm a new creation, it's not in my nature. He, now he's teaching me. He's correcting me of my old mindset, removing it out, establishing new things. Did it lead to holiness? Holiness means partaker of his divine nature. He is health, I should be health. He is rich, I should be rich. He is peace, I am peace. Yes, he taught me to walk in divine health. All sickness is left. The correction and the chastening brought in me, which he brought through the word, it led to being a partaker of his holiness, that means his divine nature, as he is, so am I. And the peaceable fruit of righteousness. The fruit of righteousness is all of these. Peace. What is peace in your physical health? That means no disease. Peace. I told you, when it says that Jesus was chastised on the cross, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. That by his stripes you are healed. Our peace was upon him, the chastisement, that means the punishment to bring in order in your life in every area. Adam brought in disorder. Jesus came to bring in order. That means where there's disease, there will be divine health. Where there's poverty, there will be his prosperity. Where there's brokenness, he brings restoration through wisdom. We can see in a marriage happening right in front of our eyes. That it came together maybe by grace. And by like a miraculous thing. But it is staying together by wisdom and understanding. That's how we are building it. Or one can say, oh, God brought it together, but how come we got divorced? There was no wisdom and understanding. You didn't co-labor with them. So every relationship has to be co-labored in wisdom and in understanding. Okay? Now see this. 
therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may be may not be let what is lame let it be cut off is that what it says what is lame may not be dislocated but rather be healed that means there's something in you that is lame and he's saying i want to heal it and fix it but i had to even in my own physical health it was a journey i had to co-labor with the holy spirit be a doer and then what was lame was not dislocated it got healed yes are you going to allow the father to do that in your lives or say nope i got it all all relationship grows all the relationships in the kingdom because everything is growing but it grows through submission to the father by taking that counsel by co-laboring with that by walking it out at your own place okay pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see god you see god because holiness is by faith given to you looking carefully least anyone fall short of the grace of god least any root of bitterness spring up that causing trouble and by this many become defiled that means stained you know what defile means you put a stain and then that stain remains it's just oh why did you say that i could have been offended with michael you called me chicken and then we fought and we never ever spoke ever again i would have been just got offended with that but he was there to bring in some correction in my life and i just had to yield and humble myself and take that and then it broke where beloved is today we're st starting that okay for so humble yourself and take that correction i didn't get bitter about that entire ordeal okay i always tell people michael is an acquired taste you have to pass all the flesh to get that juice and life out of him <laughs> because he can offend you he say things right to your face okay we miss michael okay least any root of bitterness come by this many have become defiled least there be any fornicate or profane person like esau who for one morsel of food sold his old birthright you know what esau did right he was so hungry he wanted it and he came to jacob and said okay take my birthright the first so he sold it before the father went and laid hands esau had already given it up to the brother and said take the right of the first born for you know that afterwards when he wanted to inherit the blessing he was rejected for he found no place for repentance though he sought it diligently he said sorry and all but nothing happened i'm going to take a few more minutes we close for you have now come to the mount that may that may be touched and and that burnt with fire but you have not come to the mountain that may be touched and that burnt with fire and to blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words so that those who heard it begged that the word would not be spoken to them any more for they could not endure what was commanded and if so much as a beast touches the mountain it shall be stoned and shot with an arrow and so terrifying was the sight that moses said i am exceedingly afraid and trembling this is moses on the mount of sinai okay they are under the law but you have now come to the mount zion and to the city of the living god the heavenly jerusalem to an immeasurable company of angels to the general assembly and the church of the church of the so god's definition of church is what resurrected christ so if you're not preaching sonship it can be physical people gathering together but you're preaching moses and adam he calls the church the church of the first born 
it has to be founded on sonship otherwise it's a dead work okay who are registered in heaven to god the judge of all to the spirits of just men made perfect to jesus the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of abel you know what blood abel's blood was speaking right god said that his blood is crying out vengeance but what is jesus's blood crying out peace reconciliation because it is finished the father god is not judging the world anymore all the judgment has gone into his son the way out of the judgment i told you i had written a message about all the things that are happening in turkey and syria it's sad i know that but the way out is come in christ that's the only safety there is it's the gospel because we live in a cycle of sin and death and this creation also fell so it's like rebellion the the rem the owner of this rem the ruler of this rem is the prince of the air the devil but has jesus done something yeah he paved a way he destroyed him he made another rem for you and me to come home so now when you come to christ you live in life you're in another rem and this rem is his righteousness his righteousness is like this shield so everything there's no there's no death in this rem and that's where you live and we move and have our being our habitation beloved is awake all eyes are open okay okay a little bit more come on you're receiving this because i want to finish this today okay see that you do not refuse him who speaks for if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth much more shall we escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven whose voice then shook the earth but now he has promised saying yet once more i shake not only the earth but also heaven now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made that the things which cannot be shaken may remain why is all of the shaking going on so that whatever is not of him will fall so that whatever is of him will remain so beloved is getting shaken right now in every area to dismantle things that are not of him so that the things that are of him can remain and i'll talk a little bit about the things that we're doing right now okay um 2 corinthians 5 therefore from now on we regard no one according to the flesh look at each other therefore from now on we regard no one according to the flesh okay it says here even though we have known christ according to the flesh yet we know him thus no longer therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new now all things are of god so we started the sls is because you are regarding me you recognizing me as in the flesh that only if pp speaks we hear so we started the sls right because the spirit we hear by spirit the foundation if priya is pastor then pastor can multiply it needs to be with sons are multiplying so sls is what we are all coming maybe on the first sundays of the month we have the sls where three people come speak together so now what is happening so i did a little survey last week maybe i called some of you i asked you so how are you liking it how you like this person's being that person i just wanted to know so that you were like oh i didn't get from this one when when you spoke i fell asleep when geetu came i was up then someone else said i didn't get all the other two only when you spoke i can hear there's anointing on you and everything they were saying then the next question i asked all of them were 
I said, next question, what did you hear? Now forget the people. What did you hear? And then everyone sent me one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I saw out of all the maybe six, seven people I, I got this from, they all heard the same thing. They all heard what the Holy Spirit wanted them to hear. We are training you to be matured so that you learn to hear Christ in me. You learn to hear Christ in maybe Usha or Gitu or Hebron is now we are training you to not go by flesh, but learn to hear Christ in that person. You can see maybe some things come from the, oh, okay, uh, own understanding, but oh, that, that was oh, just bore witness with me. It's because it's making you matured. I told you I was hearing Joseph Prince the other day, and I'm so accustomed because I love him. I love the way he speaks. He puts you in back to rest. If someone says, you know, he speaks grace, he really actually, any message, he'll bring you back in rest. So I logged on, it was live, and so I logged on, and then somebody else was there, the like, lady speaking. And so my immediate reaction was to switch it off. I don't want to hear somebody else. And then I was like, why? That God can only speak through him? Now, I, I understand because even in Beloved, we say, please don't go everywhere and start hearing everything. Okay, because they're all confused. Not everyone is preaching sonship. So there's a reason why we say that and stick to that wisdom. But this was under the same umbrella. This is like, in Beloved, Gitu is speaking. And so you're not switching it off. Or in Beloved, Hebron is speaking, you're not switching it off. You're learning to hear the Holy Spirit from that person. So because it was under the umbrella of JP, I was like, okay, I'll allow myself to hear. And I forced myself to hear what this person has. And it was such a beautiful message brought through her personality and her, you know, her style and the way she was doing it. And I appreciated Christ in her that I got to receive something. And so now what happens, the father is so happy, thank God, because now I can speak to Priya through, she's training to hear the Holy Spirit rather than the person. So that now what happens to your own relationship with him? Suddenly you feel dull. Like I feel like God is not talking, he is, but you've just boxed him up so much that he can only speak through one, two, three. That you've forgotten how to hear the Holy Spirit, but seeing everyone in the flesh. So now it's a stretch, like I said, this pruning, sometimes it change looks like ruffling. And it's, it's taking you but to a better place where now you can hear him every day because we've trained you to hear the Holy Spirit and not see the person in the flesh. Yes? Beloved is receiving. That's why I told you we are not fivefold ministry. This is all new, but it is taking you to a place of increase so that your own relationship with your father is getting established and increased. Okay? It doesn't mean, for example, that everyone has to speak here and speak the same way. Now, I work with, and in my life, I told you I worked with Michael also, and I've worked with him. I got the essence of sonship from him crucified with Christ. There are certain things about his, the way he would see certain areas. I wasn't one with them at all. But it doesn't mean like I have to marry this whole person and become one with everything. If they don't see in a certain way, I'm okay with that not happening. But I've learned to take the life out of them. Otherwise, you won't be able to work with the body. So be the smart son that just goes and takes all the life. Like I heard Joseph Prince, he gets me into rest. He got that foundation of righteousness in me. I got Michael, oh, crucified, I'm a son. It's all Christ in me. I got that. And so you go ahead with that. I remember many years ago, I tell Michael, I said, why do you believe you can fall sick? But he really believed he can fall sick. 
But I wasn't one with that, what he believes. I said, no, it's in our nature that resurrection life always kicks out darkness. You're one with the life in each other. So that's how you will end up working with each other and taking the life out of each other. Yes? Because I know people, if they don't see it like this, the way Beloved talks, one, two, three, four, five, no, disconnect. And just be, if the ground rules are there, righteousness by faith, and you know, the basic foundations, I'm okay with that. The rest all just, it's okay. Take the life. Yes? So that we can work with the body. Okay? Now see this. Even Jesus, remember on the road of Emmaus? Another 10 minutes. It says that they couldn't recognize him. Even when he made breakfast for Peter and John and all of them, after, the, after he rose again, he didn't come in the flesh anymore. How did they recognize him? Uh, he was on the beach. He made breakfast and he said they had not got any catch. He said, put your nets on the other side. They caught the whole catch. They knew that is Jesus. They learned to recognize him in spirit, not by flesh. So in Beloved also, we are destroying the face. So that you are getting, learning to hear the Holy Spirit in every body that will speak from here. Yes? It's a matured place to be. Otherwise, think about it. Jesus could have been with us physically till the end of time. No multiplication. No Peter, John, James, nothing. I'll only be here. There's a reason why he went and then he multiplied so that you can hear the same voice. Peter, Paul, Stephen, John's multiplication, sons. Because we're family. Not one man show, right? Okay, so we're here with the heart. Okay, quickly. For though by this time you ought to be teachers and you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full age, that is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Okay, I'll just quickly go to the next one. Ephesians 4. All the fivefold ministry he gave, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of God, to the perfect man, to the maturity and stature of the fullness of Christ. I'll skip down, see this. For whom the whole body joined and knit together, by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share. So if mom is looking into food and doesn't message me, and she does everything, and then Goku Masi Bhavna doesn't message me and takes care of the ushering, it says it causes growth for the body for the edifying itself in love. That means when each one is doing their own path, what is happening? The whole body is growing. My job, the leadership here, everyone, A, we are here to serve the oneness. That's why in four of us, we make sure there's no accusing coming. Or even if people come and talk about, tuk, 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 I guard it. No accuser allowed here. Because we are here to serve the oneness. And you don't understand when you're coming, you're coming against the one. Paul, with all his heart, thought he was doing it to the Father, to God. But he didn't know what he was doing was seriously wrong. He was coming against the one. We are here to serve the oneness. Okay? I'll just take the last scripture and I want to share something. Satan, I want to, uh, you know, the soil, it talks about 30, 
30, 60, 100 fold increase your good soil. Say I'm good soil. Now it depends on you whether you want 30, you want to remain in 30, means you want to be manager or you want to be director. I'm just giving an example from Babylon. 30, 60, 100 depends on you. The crop grows fully at its full maturity when the weeds are out. That's why before the plowing and the growing or putting the seed in, they burn out the weeds. If the weeds have not been burnt out, you'll have 30 fruit. But if there is no weeds, you'll have a full grown crop. Weeds are all the lies and everything. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you take correction, get all the junk out, all of that. You have a full grown crop. Okay? Revelation 12. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. What does he do? Just lies. Deceives. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. The devil, the Jesus calls him a liar. The Bible calls him here in another place. Jesus calls him accuser of the brethren. I remember I have been uh, I didn't even know I've done this. I had a situation once one in my work and this uh, this employee of mine tried to befriend my boss or something like that. And you know, I just brought this person into the kingdom and now I started lashing out all of these things, terrible things that this person is doing. And I was really like just going all out, like bad and why this person needs to go to hell, you know. And uh, I was having with Michael and he's like, it's one thing to see this, that this is not right. Like we can see like how the enemy is working because this person has just come in the Lord and now a little pride has gotten to this person. But he's saying, but you've forgotten that you've allowed your tongue to be used by Satan and you become the accuser of the brethren and you can't even see it right now. And now I can tell him and give some Fs and say, you don't know, this is so bad. Like I got this person in the kingdom and walking all over me. But then I had to watch it like, my, when did my tongue, I can see this, but how have I allowed my tongue to be used by Satan to accuse my brethren? And so I had to cut it off. And then he told me, he's saying this entire situation has given you an identity that you're not good, that somebody else is probably better than you. And I had to come back into the position of I'm the righteousness of God and I am the beloved. And do you know when I came back, when I got my tongue back, like, don't care what this person did, but I am not going to allow my tongue to become an accuser and allow the devil to just blah, 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 say everything. I zipped it. I came out. I took my position as well. I'm the righteousness. I'm the beloved. Everything that you have comes to me. Everything settled down and came back in order. How did we do it? Through the word. How did I do it? I took the correction and counsel from somebody. And I came out of that, I'm not going to be a part of this. Uh, simply, just before I close, we talked about the fivefold ministry and everyone coming to the maturity of the son. I remember I was in Himachal last year and I walked up with this one girl. And even as I walked up, I didn't really pray for her, but she got healed. She had arthritis and she got healed. And I heard a testimony that Priya, for one year now, she's walking without a cane, everything. You just walked up with her, okay? Now when I went back, she's back sick. What happened? See, you can get healed, somebody can lay hands, but if you don't grow in your sonship, 
when those symptoms comes no it's not in my nature that is sonship then things you're not at a matured place that's why all of these gifts are there the spirit of wisdom the spirit of prophecy the healing the laying on of hands but when you come to beloved we expect you or we ask people to lay that gift down because we're trying to build the higher place which is sonship which is so that you come to the maturity of the stature of the fullness of christ that means if you're here then you don't need this we're trying to teach you to stay in divine health so you don't need somebody else constantly laying hands but now we might open it up and you might see people here who are standing there who want to lay hands if someone's come you want if, if you have some sickness lay is because we feel you're matured enough that while you get healed maybe instantly but you can fill that gap in and stay in divine health through the messages here so we're giving room for that it's not that we didn't have it first you were at a place where you were so came like a guru that there's no personal relationship you're running for people for prayer so we cut it off we didn't even allow no prayer here nothing allowed no prayer request i'm still against that but now giving the room that yeah you can pray for one another because now i see that you all are matured that if you all are going to pray for each other you'll pray as sons and not as orphans okay so bringing change doesn't mean oh you didn't do it but now you're doing it no i'm i'm doing it as i'm seeing beloved grow too that you're going into maturity if we see, feel you're going back into orphan no you won't you're already matured and we're going and increasing but we're doing so we're shifting some things in all i want you to do all this message was to be open to the shifting to be open to see fathering each doing it if the father doesn't i told you the first thing i didn't listen to him he only dismantled it <laughs> bringing it back different so don't worry we still have you but in different roles okay but um, learn and grow cut out the accuser of the brethren cut out the strife the slander if you hear something bad about somebody you can cut it out and give them a new thought about the person hear each other's heart not the words if you stay in the words they're not even true then if the person chooses to believe that even the father can't help them <laughs> we do not speak with each others or hear with each other through the words but through the heart that's why it says jesus is a discerner of the intentions of the hearts of the people and that's how sons hear the intentions of the heart not necessarily the words okay otherwise he wouldn't have taken peter back on his team you just spoke told me not to go on the cross he rebuked him as satan get out get behind me he knew who was speaking he knows peter's heart okay okay let's get up spiritual tide everyone is awake you are awake because you're in christ Okay even if you're sleeping you are awake Okay say father I'm a son in your kingdom Jesus you are my high priest and right now I give you a tithe a thanksgiving of all the increase of all the understanding of all the life that has come to my soul today just worship him with it Father I just thank you that you're good that you love everyone I thank you for the increase that is coming into their lives I thank you Father with you there is always increase Father and we we are just uh, open for the change that you're bringing in in all of our lives Father Amen